Second thing you might have noticed I don't complain about politicians. Everybody complains about politicians. Everybody says they suck. Yeah. Well, where do people think these politicians come from? They don't fall out of the sky. They don't pass through a membrane from another reality. They come from American parents and American families, American homes, American schools, American churches, American businesses, and American universities, and they're elected by American citizens. This is the best we can do, folks. This is what we have to offer. It's what our system produces. Garbage in, garbage out. If you have selfish, ignorant citizens, if you have selfish, ignorant citizens, you're going to get selfish, ignorant leaders. And term limits ain't going to be any good. You're just going to wind up with a brand new bunch of selfish, ignorant Americans. So maybe, maybe, maybe it's not the politicians who suck. Maybe something else sucks around here, like the public. Yeah, the public sucks. There's a nice campaign slogan for somebody. The public sucks. Fuck hope. Fuck hope. Because if it's really just the fault of these politicians, then where are all the other bright people of conscience? Where are all the bright, honest, intelligent Americans ready to step in and save the nation and lead the way? We don't have people like that in this country. Everybody's at the mall, scratching his ass, picking his nose, taking his credit card out of his fanny pack and buying a pair of sneakers with lights in them. So I have solved this little political dilemma for myself in a very simple way. On election day, I stay home. I don't vote. Fuck them. Fuck them. I don't vote. Two reasons. Two reasons I don't vote. First of all, it's meaningless. This country was bought and sold and paid for a long time ago. The shit they shuffle around every four years... <laughs> doesn't mean a fucking thing. And secondly, I don't vote because I believe if you vote, you have no right to complain. People like to twist that around, I know. They say, they say, well, if you don't vote, you have no right to complain. But where's the logic in that? If you vote and you elect dishonest, incompetent people and they get into office and screw everything up, well, you are responsible for what they have done. You caused the problem. You voted them in. You have no right to complain. I, on the other hand, who did not vote, who did not vote, who in fact, did not even leave the house on election day. I'm in no way responsible for what these people have done and have every right to complain as loud as I want about the mess you created that I had nothing to do with. So I know that a little later on this year, you're going to have another one of those really swell presidential elections that you like so much. You'll enjoy yourselves. It'll be a lot of fun. I'm sure as soon as the election is over, your country will improve immediately. As for me, I'll be home on that day doing essentially the same thing as you. The only difference is... When I get finished masturbating, I'm going to have a little something to show for it, folks. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook.
welcome to DFW's best kept secret. We are the Dipping Without a Chip podcast, powered by Billy Up Sports Network, season two, episode 18, with a bullet. All right, well, Callaway, kind of here we are. This is part two. I say part two because we started recording yesterday, which was Sunday, and then we're we're doing something new with the recordings. And the first segment we recorded didn't take, so here we are. So Dippers, if you hear us refer to in the second half of the segment, you're gonna hear us talk about the Bucks and Saints ass whipping, um, like it was in play. And right now, you're gonna hear us probably talk about the ass whipping the Bucks took. <laughs> so yeah just bear with us <laughs> yeah we were getting a little mess- yeah we're going a little bit backwards but it's gonna be okay, it's okay. Because, sometimes uh, you have to go backwards to go forward hey. sometimes that's the best that's the best way to tell a story you like story start, of my life you like story to start at the I end like. and work your way forward right hey i try my best so all right man now yesterday right. Yes. was very interesting. Saturday was interesting, right? College football? Okay. Take it away. So, so yeah, I just uh, – I think the one takeaway from, obviously, Saturday is, um, you know, I had talked on the last podcast about how I kind of thought that the uh, playoffs were already written. I thought yeah. that it was going to be Clemson. I thought it was going to be Alabama. I thought it was going to mm-hmm. be Ohio State. And then I was like, well, that fourth team, we'll see. Well, on Saturday, Clemson lost to Notre Dame um, without their star quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, who has COVID. So they lost in double overtime. So now you're looking at the actual rankings came out today, so we can talk about that. So basically Alabama's one, Notre Dame moved up to two, Ohio State's three, and I believe Clemson is still four. So – um, Clemson still has a chance. Yeah, I think that a lot of the people looked at it that they didn't have their best player. They still went to double overtime. Mm-hmm. And Notre Dame and Clemson are going to play most likely again in the ACC championship game. So um, one of those teams might get knocked out. So we'll see. Um, the one thing I did say yesterday, and I stand by this, even after I had a whole day to think about it, or actually now 48 yeah. hours, think about this. I think, the, I think the fourth best team in college football is BYU. And ah, I believe okay. that BYU should be in the college football playoffs because not only do I think that they can beat anybody on any given day, nobody wants to play them. They're a bunch of 25-year-olds who had to go on the Mormon mission, come back. They're all – I mean, I have seen them beat Arizona multiple times, unfortunately. I've seen them beat Texas. I've seen them beat Houston. I've seen them beat all kind of big teams. They are legit. I don't know if they'll be able to get high enough, but they should be because I honestly believe that they are the – one of the four best teams in college football and their quarterback, Zach Wilson, watch out for him in the, 
in the uh, draft next year. I believe he'll end up being a first-round draft pick. Maybe not like top five, but he's going to end up going to a really good situation, and uh, he's going to be a really good quarterback. Um, you know, a lot of people forget that also Taysom Hill from the Saints, who was fantastic last night, he was a BYU quarterback. Now, I don't think Zach Wilson is like that. I think he's actually more of a quarterback. But I'm just saying um, – I'm just saying, watch out for BYU. If they can somehow get in, that, that'd be awesome. So, they're 6-0. and oh. BYU yeah, and they've right run and, and they've run through everybody. I don't even think it's been close. They and I think they're and their quarterback is putting up Heisman type numbers, whether he'll be invited or not. He they beat Utah, they beat Tennessee, they beat USC, they beat Washington, they beat Toledo. No, 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 no. That's not this year. Is that this year's? Well, USC just played one. No. Oh, that's there you not. go. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> I, was I, was like, like, wait, wait. I was like, yeah. <laughs> See, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When did they start their season? Here we go. Uh, Navy. Okay. They start off with Navy. Damn. Yeah. 55 to 3. 55 to 3. Okay. And then they okay. beat Troy 48 to 7. Then they okay. beat. And now, now, now. Again, I'm not saying that, that their competition is great, but look how they're beating these teams. Yeah. They beat, um, I guess it's right? Louisiana. Okay, so who's next? They beat, was it Louisiana Tech? Yeah, Tech 40, probably. Yeah, 45 yeah. to 14. Then they beat UTSA, 27-20. Okay. Then they beat uh, Houston, 43 that to 26. Okay. Then they beat Texas State, 52 okay. to 14. And then they beat Western okay. Kentucky, forty-one to ten. They're running up the board. Then they beat Boise I mean, State, so fifty-one I, to seventeen. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that was on the Smurf turf. Yeah, on that funky so, blue, uh, so, blue turf. So I think so. I think most dippers that will listen to that were like, "What the hell is Callaway talking about? They haven't played anybody." But, okay. Well, but it's the way wait. they're beating them, right? They they can. I don't care who they play. They're obviously showing they're beating the hell out of people. A. Yeah. And, all, and then also, I just believe that they are so disciplined. And when you have such a mature team, I mean, literally, all their players every year, 25 or at least 23 to 25 years old, that's why most of them don't get drafted unless you're great. But they have a consistent program. And this quarterback, Zach Wilson, is for real. So now, do they gotta serve um, their mission, their their missionary before they go before the usually football? usually yes because they want to get it out of the way because you don't want to play and then have to leave and then come back. Now, not yeah. again. It's 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 not every player because I mean, like obviously not every player is Mormon because I don't think Steve Young did it and like certain players that went to BYU. Yeah, but. Um, a lot of the players, you how know, long is the mission missionary mission? How long is the mission? I think it's, it's like, Oh man, you're going to put me on the spot here. And I, just, I don't want to, just wanna, a rough estimate, just a rough three estimate. Three years, two God, years. Dang. Whew, that's too much. Uh, that's too I much. Mean, may, 
I mean, unless okay, you like so missionary, maybe, then that's cool. Well, but, at the very okay, at the very least, a year, I guess, because maybe that's too much. Maybe I'm completely talking out of my ass here. But but I know that most of their players are though on the older side, yeah. and it's because of that, and they're just more mature, whether it be physically or mentally, and they're and they're always a good, they're always a solid football team. And, and I'm no sure, one ever gives them credit. And this year, they can beat anybody. I mean, I mean, by the time they any start, given day, by the time they start playing football, they already got family. They got like four wives. Yeah. Yes. So yes. So yeah, yes. you're you're dealing with grown ass men. I mean, like they have four wives, six kids. They have yep. three grandchildren, and yep. like and like and like maybe nine pets. I mean, so they're. I mean, you're, they're yeah, ready you're, to go. I mean, yeah. they, I mean, this is. I'm just I'm just messing, but I mean, in all seriousness, I'm not. In all seri- I'm not but, that's but, true. <laughs> but in all seriousness, no. My brother has seen it firsthand. My wife, I have seen it. Everyone has seen it. They, all of our teams have played BYU, and and hell, I know Arizona at least in the last three to four years has got blown out by that team every single time. They beat Texas last year, which pissed off my brother. They beat Houston this year, <laughs> which pissed off my in-laws. And, you know, and it's, it, it's just uh, – so I, I, I'm just telling you, if they can somehow get in, watch out. That's all. Watch yeah, out. Watch out. Speaking so of that's blowouts, my hot take. That, that's speaking my of hot blowouts, take. a blowout that didn't happen, but we Wait, thought what? it was. A blowout Wait, that didn't happen that we thought was going to happen. Was the Steelers? Was Cowboys. the Buffalo Bill? Oh, Steelers that game. Cowboys, man! I, I thought, thought the Cowboys a- were on a bye. What time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what you're calling yesterday's game a bye? Sunday's game a bye? Oh no, we're on a bye this week. Yeah, we're on a bye this I don't week, know. man. Every- Get with the program. Every. You know what? Every week seems to be a bye for this team. So. Yeah, you're right. They're t- they walked in two <sighs> six and okay, so. <laughs> And the Steelers walked in. Yeah. Seven okay. Fine. So I'm just being a smartass. So yeah, let's get to. So yes, everyone thought this was going to be a blowout, right? I Is thought that what so. You're saying? I, th- I thought it was like I mean, leading lambs to slaughter. I, I yeah, we like. I think me and you both thought it was going to be thirty to ten ish, something crazy, thirty to twenty ish. You know, and um, it ended up not. Um, our defense, I think, some pros. Um, there were some pros and cons yeah. pros. I think we showed some effort. Mm-hmm. We, I think our defense played much better. Um, yeah, they uh, played way better. I, they, you know, I think that our secondary, I think we're starting to learn this system and learn where we have to be. It's just a shame. It's a little too late, but they're playing yeah. better. Um, uh, you know what? But, yeah, no. It's no, not too not late. Right. It's not too late for them to go on a nine-game run. Yeah, but <laughs> but they won't. <laughs> they just. I mean, as much as I would love to say, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, but Dak and Dak or Tony Romo is not walking through that door. So, um, but I will say, Garrett Gilbert, he outperformed my expectations. Um, I thought that um, he had some good throws. He had some bad throws. The, yeah. The interception in the end zone, that Can't really that. hurt us. Can't um, have that. And the throw at the end of the game 
Um, I like how he was able to step up, but you got to throw that ball up. You can't throw it just a straight line pass. It's too easy to knock down, and you don't give really your receivers any chance. So on that, you know, you need to throw the ball up, and you need to hope that, you know, CD or one of these guys come down with it. But, um, but yeah, I mean, there were some good things, uh, you know, that I mentioned. Uh, I thought special teams was really good. Um, we had some great special teams plays. Um, but when it comes down to it, I think it comes down to the cons that I look at. Yeah. And it's really – I'm going to say three. And um, they're going to be in this order. One is the mental mistakes. Yeah. The, the, the just stupid penalties when we had them in fourth down, we, you know, the block in the back that called back the special teams play, which was not, I don't, that was a bad call, but okay. But still, but still too close. But the Jalen Smith, but the, yeah, but the Jalen Smith hit to the face, that's going to get called every, every time. Every time. You can't do that. Every you time. You cannot do that. It's just – and then and then uh, not only that, but on the drive where, you know, CeeDee Lamb, um, he ends up fumbling. On that first play, we have a nice – it's like a 20-yard pass to Dalton Schultz right down yep. the middle. Really sets us up. Oh, guess what? Holding. Yep. Then you get another play and you get Lamb and you're in the middle again and he fumbles. It's just those mental mistakes, um, which goes to my second point, which is this team lacks discipline, which yep. is why I think we are where we are. Um, mm-hmm. I know we lack talent because of obviously whether it be COVID or whether it be injuries or obviously whatever. Um, we lack discipline and the third thing is, Zeke, I am starting to come around to what you're saying. I have kind of been on the, nah, let's wait and see on this Zeke train thing. Zeke looks scared to get hit. Zeke looks like a different player than he did two, three years ago. Um, he Even looks last slower. year. He looks slower. He looks like he's scared to get hit. Um, I know you mentioned yesterday maybe about the fumbling aspect of it, but – Pollard looked way better in my mind. Yeah, Zeke is he, Zeke's afraid to fumble. He's already got it in his mind that every hit he's going to take is going to cause a fumble. So he's running with caution. And you know what, man? That doesn't get the job done. I mean, there were some good runs that he that he had yesterday where he kind of looked like Zeke of old. And there's only like one or two instances where he's moving the pile and he's like hitting a guy straight up. But other than that, it was real timid. Oh, oh, I don't want to get hit too much. Let me get down because I don't want to fumble the ball. And you're right. Pollard looked great. I'm ready to move on from Zeke. Let's trade him. Yeah, um, and, I, and I think I'm starting to come around on that. Um, from what I saw from Pollard, now I don't know if Pollard is an every down back. So I think you would have to draft someone, not, not in the first round or anything like that, but, you know, just get someone that – because you can find value in the draft – if someone is willing to take on Zeke and that contract, I'd be more than willing to um, – I'd be more than willing to maybe entertain that. But, you know, um, Stephen Jones did come out today, and this is something we didn't have yeah. on yesterday when we recorded, is um, 
I think he said unequivocally Mike McCarthy will be the head coach of the Cowboys next year. So, oh yeah. Um, for all you fans that think that if we go two and fourteen or we you know we don't win another game the rest of the year and all that that we're gonna fire Mike McCarthy, you can just I that's that that is just not the Jerry Jones and like the Jones family way of doing things. He's going to get at least one more year. So, um. I, I, you know, I don't even think, I, well, I don't even know why they had to even be answered because, well, uh, because it's too because early to everyone to, wants to make a story out of nothing. You know that. Yeah, that's true. Especially they want to um, talk about the Cowboys. Oh, he's on the hot seat. Oh, oh, Jerry you know. told that guy to shut up. Oh, you know, it's because, like, oh, he's, because he's frustrated. But yeah. what? But they're going to use the excuse, which we have talked about is, oh, well, they didn't have Dak and they yeah. didn't have Tyron and they didn't have the offensive line. And we didn't have enough salary cap to, you know, sign players or, you know, our defense because of no training camp, we weren't ready. And I mean, it's just going to be, you know, they're just going to make up a ton of excuses, but again, maybe we get a good draft pick. And then I say, trade it and just basically stockpile draft picks and rebuild the offensive line and the defense, and maybe we'll be back. You never know. But You know what? Anyway, I, want, I want a good problem. Yeah, go ahead. I kind of mentioned this to you earlier today. This was not podcast yeah. stuff that we talked about on our first recording that got lost. But I've come, <laughs> to that, I've come around to the idea. I want, I want the Cowboys to have good problems. You know, And the good problem to have is let's get a high draft pick Let's draft okay. the quarterback. See, and this then, is where we differ on this. And, and that's now we have a quarterback controversy, and that's a good problem to have. Because I'm tired of Cowboys having bad problems. I want a good okay, problem. Okay, but but see here, but see here's your here's mm-hmm. where your problem is not really a problem because yeah. if you okay, so if we get let's say a top three pick, yeah. and uh, obviously you're thinking we take Justin Fields. That's kind of the guy you're right, or maybe Trey well, I mean, Lance, that's, depending. Right, okay, yeah, fine. Depending. But, but, Doesn't matter who. But I mean, we're not getting Trevor Lawrence. We're not going to. No, no, no. He's so, going to the Jets. Okay, so, so, so then, okay, so you draft him. Okay, well, you cannot. How are you going to trade Dak when he's not on a contract? You don't trade him. So the so oh so you're gonna franchise him for franchise him, have him compete, and have him compete. Come on, have him compete. No, and then Cowboys are in the news for having a quarterback controversy. (laughs) So you just want us to be in the news. You just want us to be in the news. Listen, we're in the news now with Garrett Gilbert. We have Dak Prescott on a franchise tag. Then we have a rookie quarterback that we drafted in the first round. Who are they going to play? Who's going to compete for the job? That's a good problem to Dak have. Dak is going to play. I'm tired of all these bad pro- these bad problems. I want a good problem. That's a good problem to have. Okay, so, okay, so here, here is what would happen under your scenario. Yeah. Is we would take Justin Fields, let's say, at three. We would franchise Dak. We would mm-hmm. obviously have to pay Fields, mm-hmm. obviously, top three money, which is yes. not cheap, but it mm-hmm. is a steal in the mm-hmm. realm of things. Okay? Mm-hmm. You would – Dak would undoubtedly be your starter for the entire year of 2021. Uh Well, I'm just saying for, for 2021, right. Mm -hmm. Then you would let him walk in 2022 or 
because because you can't franchise him a third year. No, you can't. So it so then he walks. You get nothing, but you have Fields. That's uh-huh. how that's going to play out. Or start Dak, and then when it comes to trading, trade time, you trade him. And then put in Fields. Like, Fields, hey, you got six weeks of training, buddy. Let's get to it. And then trade Dak what do at you, the highest. At the highest. What do you really – what do you realistically think that we could get for Dak? Um, probably a two. Yeah, probably a two. You're not getting a first for him, but you could probably get a two. A two and throw in some threes. So I'm gonna start calling you the, I, I'm gonna start calling you the Bill O'Brien of GMs yes. because that's yes. the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. He had no experience so, just like I. And I'm already getting yeah. like a second and a third for him. Because I'm trading him at his highest. That's See? not his highest. You better get a one yeah. for him, dude. No. Come no. on. Nobody, nobody's going to give a one for a fourth rounder. So He's not. But, 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 but you can't look at where he's drafted. And ta- and so, hold on. Hold on. So, and then. Hold on. The cherry on top. Then I take a, then I take a low-grade uh, running back to round it out. <laughs> so we so because Tom Brady was drafted in the sixth round, you can't get a first round draft pick because he was What's drafted Tom Brady? in the sixth round. This is Tom Brady. Oh, We're talking okay. about Dak. Dak I'm is nowhere near Tom right. Brady right now. Okay, let's go Russell Wilson. Drafted in yeah. the what second or third round. So you can't get a first because he wasn't drafted in the well, first. Well, actually, I could get a first round. He won a Super Bowl. Well, I'm just saying Dak hasn't won anything, right? He's won one no, playoffs, two playoffs. Two playoffs? So, so I'll say, look, so I would approach you and say, look, look, man, I'll cut you a deal. So Give your favorite a... quarterback, Tony Romo, undrafted, yeah. you undrafted. would never have – so if you we would have traded him, you, you would have gotten – We wouldn't be getting a first. We wouldn't have got a first. No, we but – We wouldn't have got a first. No, I know, but based on yours, we would have uh-huh. got nothing because he was undrafted. <laughs> so – No, we, would have, we probably could have got a third for him. Probably could have got a third for Romo. No, but based on your logic, he was undrafted. So. I'm saying right hey, now – take him. <laughs> I'm saying right now Dak hasn't won anything other than maybe two playoff no. games. That's what no, I'm saying. You're, right. you can't, you're not getting you're a right. first, maybe a second and a three, and then maybe like a David Johnson type running back. Okay. <laughs> let, no, we're not – no, 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 no. Better my Bill O'Brien no. experience right there. You, you just lost my brother as a listener. I guarantee that. That guy hates David Johnson more than anyone. He has screwed our fantasy team so bad over the last – I don't know how, how many years. All right, Callaway, I got a question. It. Yeah, go ahead. What the hell happened to the Bucks? Are they are, are they are uh, are they who we think they are? Because they took an ass whipping. Um, I think we were a little too quick to anoint them um, so. when they signed Antonio Brown. I think I disagree, uh, but go on. They had well, just hang on. Let me finish. So they on. they were playing. So they were they were playing some good football. They had won what four in a row. Um, but everyone, for some reason, continues to – I don't know if it's they, – they, they just underestimate the Saints or don't think I, – I, I don't know. But when the Saints get Michael Thomas back, that just, that just really opens up everything. You saw Breeze, and it snowballed. And um, I think the Bucks will be there at the end. But they're not there yet. Yeah. Well, they need to get there because they're—he's only signed for two years. 
I don't, I don't think. Well, uh, well, well, again, I'm not saying they're not going to be there at the end. Yeah. I'm just saying we were so quick to anoint, oh, they're the best team in the NFC right now because they got Antonio Brown. And, oh, because Tom Brady has all these weapons. And, but you got to remember who their coach is. And that was one of the worst coach games I've seen in a long time. And I like Bruce Arians. That was a horribly coached game. They did not – I mean, how do you go four straight series of three and outs and the score is 28 to nothing after those four? I mean, that's – I think they just played a really good Saints team who has a really good coach. So, yeah. I think, I think that's Saints all it was. Are better than we thought, and and I think the Bucks aren't as good as what we thought. Whether that ends up being the case at the end, I disagree. So you, so you're not giving the Saints credit. So the Saints you're are good. Just saying, the Saints it was a bad, good. So I just think it was a badly like you 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 said it perfectly. It was a badly coached game, and I think Sean Payton just had his guys more prepared. You know, I think that's okay. all it boils down to. They, you prepare for Brady, you prepare for Godwin, you prepare for uh, uh, for Evans, you prepare for Gronk, you prepare for Brown, and when you when your guys are well prepared, you're able to make shit happen or make or make you're able to stop shit from happening. There you go. That's better suited. So yeah, I just think it was just a mastermind coach, you know, who put who put the who put the game together really well. I, mean, he's, I think Brady's yeah. going to bounce back next week. And, and, and the Dippers will hear our NFL rundown here in the next segment coming up. So, yeah, I mean, I think, I think Brady will bounce back. I still do think they're one of the top NF, NFC teams um, to, to be played. So, um, who else would you have at the top? I would have the Packers. You can't leave the Saints out. Uh, maybe Cowboys. <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face. I was about to laugh. I was about to <laughs> If, God damn it. if the Dippers can see the look on my face right now, it's um, uh, so in the so in the NFC, um, who I think are the Seahawks, the real contenders would be yeah the Seahawks. Even yep. though I want to get into that game a little bit, yeah. but um, in no particular order: Saints, yeah, Bucks, yep. Seahawks, yep. Packers. Yep. I think would be my four if I had to. Uh, yeah. Choose. Uh, I agree. Then, Those uh, are my four. The outliers. There's, and then there's uh, there's going to be a team uh, like watch out for Arizona. I know they lost yesterday, but that was a shootout. Kyler, but Kyler Murray's playing MVP type football. That guy is ridiculous. Um, they're not going to go away easy. Uh, they already beat the Seahawks. So. You know, I mean, I'm not ready to put them up there yet, but they're not far away. So, speaking of the Seahawks, you said you wanted to mention, you wanted to talk a little bit about this game. They, yeah, they lost yesterday. Yes, in what I think was one of the biggest statement games we've seen in a long time from the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, and yes, I said the Buffalo, Buffalo Bills, Bills because, um. You know, they had a big monkey on their back last week when they played the Patriots. 
and they could never get over Tom Brady. They could never get over the, the, you know, they could never beat Bilicek. They could never get over that hump. They could never win the division. Last week, they, they took a big step and they beat the Patriots to take a, you know, to actually take like a nice little lead over them in the division. So you see, okay, well, you know, now this is prime letdown game, right? You know, yeah. you're at home, you're playing Seattle. Seattle's really good. They have what most people would say the MVP and Russell Wilson. And Josh Allen straight balled out. Balled out from the very first snap. Yeah. I mean, Buffalo looked legit. I mean, here here is here is a Josh Allen stats. 31 of 38, 415 yards, three touchdowns. Um yeah, passing. Yep. And oh yeah, by the way, he also one had rushing. one rushing. Mm-hmm. I mean, their defense is legit. They have a good defensive coach. They, you know, they are obviously built around that defense. But if their offense can do that kind of stuff, they can beat the Chiefs. They, they have a chance. This is a team that is built to beat a team like the Chiefs because they play defense. And if Josh Allen gets hot like that, I think that was a big win for Buffalo, even though – Miami also had a huge win, and they're just a game back. Um, that was a big win for Buffalo, man. That's a big win for me. Yeah, they they have the Cardinals next, and then a bye. Then they have the Chargers. They have the 49ers. They have the Steelers. They have the Broncos and the Patriots. And then yeah, they end it with the Dolphins. So they they're def they can definitely win win at least. Let's see. I mean, they definitely have a tough schedule. I mean, I'm not saying, but I just, I just believe uh, Chargers that, and Niners that this are team the win. finally believes that they, you know, and maybe it's obviously Tom Brady not being there anymore or whatever. But this yeah. team believes <laughs> maybe, that, but but you know, this team believes they can win the division. Watch out for Miami, though, man. Tua looked really good yesterday, but. Just for just for Buffalo to you know be able to play like that at that kind of level against a really good Seahawks team, uh, I am starting to believe because I've kind of been on. I don't know how good Buffalo is, you know, but uh, they showed me something yesterday. So I don't yeah. know. We'll see. Yeah, very very interesting. Um, right now, we'll give a quick game update because it's Monday night. The Patriots are playing the uh, winless Jets. <laughs> the, the winless Jets. And what is it? Seven nothing or seven yeah, three? It is seven three. Uh, second quarter. Not that it matters. I mean, when the when the second segment comes around, people will be like, "Wait a minute! They went back in time. They're talking about, you know." I know. Uh, Bucks game. That's all right, Dippers. We always like to keep you guessing. Yep. Um, so just some other random thoughts. Yeah. Um, so another game I was watching that I was that was very that that I was very curious about is the was the uh, Ravens Colts. Yeah. And the Colts turned back in 
to that team that I just uh, – The ones that, you don't know who they are. Yeah, man, they're just a mystery to me. They're either great or horrible. And, I, you know, they're still right. <laughs> That's a rough I mean, way to put it. But, I mean, they are. I mean, they either just – they either great or horrible, one or the other. They either, you know, they either score 40 points or they can barely score 10. I mean, it's uh, – but they're right in the thick of it at five and three. So, um, hmm. yeah, that's – That's know, a That's a one. team that I can't – I that's can't really put my finger on. Um, the next one is um, – I think the uh, Titans – I think that was a big – Win for them against the Bears, even though the Bears are oh, come on. are who we thought they were. But at the same time, I think Tennessee needed that win. It's they the Bears. To, the, it's the I, Bears. I, yeah, I, yeah, but you got to beat who's on your schedule. And I think they went back to running the football, playing defense. I think Titans. Um, I think that was a big win. Um, the last thing, or I have actually two more real quick points. Yeah. The the uh, Vikings and Falcons, mm-hmm. I think those are two of the most dangerous three and six and three and five teams in the league. Yeah, I don't think I agree I don't with think, you. I don't think anybody wants to play them. No, I no. could see I could see one of those teams reeling off some wins and maybe making a playoff push. I mean, hell, if that Dalvin Cook run, I mean, if he keeps what he's doing, I mean. Who's going to stop the Vikings? Yeah, really. And with the Falcons, again, now that, now that they have Julio Jones back, they're just a different team with that guy. And uh, they're, uh, I think they're 3-1 and one since they fired their head coach. And Yeah, now that, uh, they, now, now that they don't have Dan Quinn holding them back. Yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah. It's just a weird um, – I never thought they were as bad as, as their as record. As their record? So, yeah. yeah, they're a dangerous team. Um, so – no one wants to see them on their schedule. But um, the last thing, which is going to make you laugh, is uh, we always laugh about the Giants and we always laugh about Garrett yeah. and you know, all that. But um, so, yeah, Danny Dimes, you know, we always kind of, you know, yeah. we always laugh nice about him. I have, a, I have a great stat here. All right. Hit it. So I saw this today. So, so, he's, so yeah, Danny Dimes. He is – what do you think his record is against the Washington football team over I his don't know. career? No clue. It is, it is 4-0. Okay. Okay. Do you know what his record is against the rest of the NFL? Uh, no. What? 1-16. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, Denny Dimes. That's not what you want. Uh, 4-0 against the Washington football team. One and sixteen against the rest of the NFL. Oh, Woo! Danny. That's Danny, rough, man. You're on That's your way rough. out. <laughs> oh. Hey Dippers, Irod here, and the holiday season is upon us. Thanksgiving is just around the corner and Christmas is right on deck. And if you're anything like me, you want and need gift ideas. Well Jewel of the Pio Antique Store has you covered. Jewel of the Pile Antique Store specializes in mid-century vintage and retro antiques. Each item is hand-picked and carefully selected. For that chef or baker in your life, they have classic Pyrex and Anchor Hawking dishware that were built to last and made to handle the heat and ages. Or for the vintage collector in your life, check out their vintage Dairy Queen and Coca-Cola glass collectibles. 
These items were made to be one of a kind. Or check out their vintage ashtrays that were made back in a time when smoking was cool. Yes, Dippers, I just gave you three ideas, and you can have more. Find Jewel of the Pile on Etsy at etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash Jewel of the Pile. Or on Facebook by searching Jewel of the Pile. That's J-E-W-E-L-O-F-T-H-E-P-I-L-E. Dippers, you like barbecue sauce. You like hot sauce. You even like a little bit of rub. Ooh, see what I did there? Well, Hoff and Pepper is the place to go. Hoffandpepper.com have an assortment of barbecue sauces, hot sauces, which is their main go-to, and rubs. Handcrafted with farm-fresh jalapenos and habaneros, Hoff's original Hoff sauce has gone on to win numerous awards and gain international recognition. Hoff and Pepper always strives to create hot sauces and seasonings that enhance flavors with balanced heat profiles. Every one of their handmade products is manufactured in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and naturally vegan and gluten-free. Head on over to hoffandpepper.com, that's H-O-F-F and pepper.com, and use Belly Up at checkout for 10% off. All right, man. So I guess apparently the Masters is happening? Yes. Or it's going to happen? So we're going to have a golf update for the first time in a couple Jordan months. Spice maybe in it? Hey, he's won it before. So, yes, the uh, Masters, which is normally scheduled for the first week of April. Uh, yeah. It's like the first week of spring. Um Due to uh, COVID, it was moved back to November. Um, there's going to be, I believe, no fans. Um, and so we're going to get to see um, the uh, famed uh, golf course um, uh, in the uh, fall instead of spring. Sorry, I was watching a run there. Um, but uh, so, yeah, so, well, uh, so. We'll get to see, um, you know, all the great golfers. This is the last major of the year. This is everything's over, but we get to see the Masters. So Masters has always uh, been a, a special tournament for me. I've always loved it. It's always something that, you know, when you get that green jacket, you know, it feels like the biggest major in a golf to me why so, do they hand a jacket out is it because it's a gen a gentlemanly thing to wear it's just the yeah it's just like the i guess master's tradition they you know when you win you get the green jacket and you get to keep the green jacket and that's you get to cheap. wear it at that's you cheap. get to wear it at all like the dinners and stuff or like the, you know and then not only that, but you get a lifetime exemption to play in the tournament, no matter how oh, really? old you are. Yeah. So they're the only tournament that has a lifetime exemption. So really? if you who's win, the oldest so, who's the oldest uh, masters competitor? Competitor? Um, yeah, somebody who's won it and then they just keep showing up even though Well Mickelson Mickelson's getting up there. Uh, how old is Mickelson? Like seventy? He's got a he, well. He, he's playing Champions Tour, so he's over fifty. Um, so he would be the first one I can think of. Um, I know that there's been a couple like Ben Crenshaw. I think might have played in his sixties in the What's tournament. That one guy. Um, I know that Fred one Couples. Guy? My favorite Fred Couples play. Uh, he played in it into his fifties. Um, Craig Stadler, I believe, played in it. 
pretty long. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's the kind of golf course where if you've had success there before, you usually have success there again. Um, and you usually know how to play the course because it's, it is the only major in golf where, it's the uh, same golf course every year. Whereas in the other majors, they switch golf courses where, so this is played, um, this is played, you know, at the same golf course, which is Augusta. Um, and they play that every year. So a lot of players, that's why you've seen, you know, so many players win it so many times is because it just seems to fit, you know, certain players, I, it just seemed, you know, it just, you know, if, it, 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 you know, anyway, it's a, um, it is a very special event. So that is coming up this week. So I'm going to give my top three picks of who I think are going to win one. Um, you can't rule out Roy McElroy. Um, it's the one major that he has not won. Really? Um, he, he's playing really well. Did he date um, Mandy Moore? I'm almost certain he did a date at Mandy Moore. Uh, I think you're thinking of someone else. He was Andy engaging. Riddick. Andy Riddick. That's the one I'm thinking about. Never Andy mind. Roddick, and it was Brooklyn Decker, and and also Mandy. Yeah, Mandy Moore too. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, he w- so, he smashed um, Randy Moore. That guy. <laughs> uh, so um, I, again, I like Rory. Um, I like also Bryce and DeChambeau. Um, that guy can just bomb it. If he can keep it straight, he's going to have a lot of birdie opportunities. So I like him. And then um, this might be a heart pick, but uh, never count out Tiger at this tournament. We saw it last year. We saw it last year. Everyone, no one gave him a shot last year and he came out and he won it. And it was one of the greatest, I think sports moments to see him as where, you know, where he came from and all the depths and, you know, no one said he would ever win again to that moment to when he won was, I mean, I think I cried. So um, just don't rule out Tiger making a run at this. He's been playing a little better and he loves this course, obviously. So watch out for those three names. Obviously there's about, you know, probably 10 others that I, that, you know, I could name, but um but yeah, golf is back and it's it'll be a good weekend. So we'll definitely talk about the winner next time we meet. So nice, nice. All right, well, I mean, no happy Gilmore in this tournament, so I'm not sure how inter- interested I'll be in, but is a shooter no. or Gavin gonna be in it? Because man, I think he, he deserves uh, a coat. Um only if uh only if that big guy is his caddy, the guy that um uh, uh, the guy that uh, where he had to hit the ball off his foot, and uh, he's like a huge monster, and he had the nail in his head. Remember, and then like he like chases yeah. him down at the end. Only if he's remember. his caddy. So, all right. Well, uh, hopefully, it's sponsored by a Sizzler. So, ha <laughs> 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 ha. I need yeah. to go back and watch Happy Gilmore. And maybe that's what I'll do. Instead of keeping up with the Masters, I'll watch Happy Gilmore. Can't go wrong with the Adam Sandler movie, especially since he's probably the most successful and most well-known comedic actor of our generation. 
Yeah, he's had some good ones, but some bad ones too. No, he's had a really he's had a lot more good ones than Bill Murray. I tell you that much. All right, so oh, let's get oh, into some no, you, wrestling no, times. No. You're just gonna end on that, so I can't. Yeah, say man. Okay. So, right. um, uh, I'll let you have your AEW. AEW. Look, man, we already had this conversation. I already proved my point that Bill is just really good at being a side character, not really good at being the main character of a movie. But, but no one likes that argument and no one agrees. But you just keep thinking. I've had people that's, on the street right. come up and say, I, Rod, I, I agree with your take. And I said, hey, oh, um, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Wow. All right. So AEW had a pay-per-view on Saturday. They're, the, they're the, one of the only few companies that has a pay-per-view on Saturday. And I'm going to just run through this. I'm going to start from the main event and work my way down. So right. we had John Moxley defeat Eddie Kingston in an I Quit match, which was a pretty solid I Quit match. Both those guys, are, you can tell, have a hardcore history, and they put that on full display. And, of course, I knew Eddie Kingston was going to lose because it's like, why would Eddie Kingston win to begin with? Yeah, I think his, ma- his only match prior to this was with Cody for the TNT Championship. Maybe another one with Adam Page, or maybe he had another one. You have to call him Cody Rhodes now because he got his name back. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, WWE said, "Ah, I'm not going after that Rhodes name anymore. And then uh, semi-main was MJF defeats Chris Jericho, and MJF gets into the inner circle. So, yeah, he had that. It's a Chris Jericho match. He's already past his prime. Uh, Whatever. And then you had Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara. I've seen it before. It was okay. Not too bad. The one that I thought was the match of the night was the Young Bucks and the FTR, one of the best tag team matches I've seen. And, yeah, the FTR dropped the belts to the Young Bucks, Callaway. Young Bucks. It's about time. Booking themselves into <laughs> into, into being champions, yeah. It was, like, it was Bucks, only a matter of time. Young Bucks are the most underrated. No. You can't say that. They're the most overrated team at this point. They're the most overrated. They're oh my goodness. Uh, In Japan, ROH, um, and AEW. so AEW. You, I'm so, proud of AEW. They've kind of like played the the background, yeah, which is good. exactly. They've been a non-factor, and that's my biggest point. They're your biggest stars. Or they're two of your biggest stars. But it's more and they didn't go. It for was the time right to away. put. Yeah, that's fine, but they needed the belts eventually. No, they, they are – They're they're past – they don't need the belts. They need – they – I think they had lost a lot of credibility. They needed to kind of get back on the main scene. Yeah. It was – I mean, that's my opinion. I just think yeah. they're more exciting. Yeah, they are. They definitely are more exciting. I'm more of a technical guy, which is why I like FTR. But, no, I do get why people enjoy – I'm not saying I don't enjoy the Young Bucks. Um, I just, you know, I like FTR a little bit more just because they have that more technical aspect of it. No, yeah, Young Bucks, yeah, they're, they're uh, definitely so, the most exciting team. Then you had the. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have, I'm, I'm gonna say these two matches back to back, even though one became one was before the other. Uh, Sheeta, who's the AEW Wins Champion, defeated Nyla Rose. That championship match had no build-up at all whatsoever and they had a match 
and mm-hmm. the champion won. That was that. The first match of the night, which I'm jumping here because there's still three other matches I, I need to talk to you, talk about. But I'm jumping because these two are synonymous with the ch- women's championship. <clears throat> the match of the the first match of the night, the curtain jerk, you know, the warm up match was Serena Deeb, who is the NWA women's or world women's champion versus Allison K. This is the NWA women's championship belt being defended on an AEW pay-per-view. And the match was not bad. I think the match was better than the AEW Women's Championship. And then after the match, Serena Deeb, who's the champion, is celebrating, and out comes Thunder Rosa, who's also who's former NWA Women's Champion. And they had this little stare-off. And my question is, why the hell is why does the NWA Women's Championship belt seem more prestigious and more? current and more up-to-date story-wise than the damn AEW Women's Championship. The AEW oh. Women's Championship, I think, is like takes a second, takes the back seat to the NWA Women's Championship and it, and one doesn't even belong on the show. So yeah, AEW's kind of screwing themselves in the foot there, or shooting themselves hmm. in the foot. You can't really screw yourself in the foot. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, Definitely guess, weird. Definitely weird. The only thing I can really think of in response to that is, um, but again, this was, this was, this was like totally different circumstances, I guess, than what you're trying to say. But it, but it still kind of rings true, I guess. And it was like when how WWE when mm-hmm. they bought WCW and they brought the WCW belt over, and yet for a small time they still called it like the WCW champion, right? Didn't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. And like. But, you know, at the same time, it was that big, I mean, it was that big gold belt and mm-hmm. there was something to it and they kind of, and then, you know, um, uh, and, you know, and so there was a time where you almost felt like that was almost like a bigger prize. And then I think Vince realized and, you know, he, he had to kill it. Yeah, he had to kill it and then he had to but change the belt and all the that. Only but difference, yeah, I mean, the only difference is, WWE owned WCW. Yes, yes. NWA yes. and AEW which have a working why, relationship, which is weird that yeah. uh, AEW would make a bigger deal out of the NWA Women's Championship, but out of their instead of their own. Yeah, really odd. But hey, um, I guess they can do that. It's their show; they can do whatever they want. Um, let's see. The match seems like a hot mess to me. It does seem like a hot mess. Darby Allen defeats Cody Rhodes, becomes a new TNT Championship. Yeah, TNT t- Championship, I guess, is like the, is AEW's version of the Intercontinental Championship. Or U.S. title. Or know. U.S. title. Yeah, it's, you know, the U.S. title and the IC Championship are kind of on the same level. So, yeah, this the TNT is kind of like on that level, too. Darby Allin um, won it after Cody Rhodes came back like a month ago. There was no reason why the fuck Cody Rhodes should have won it in the first place. I'm not even going to get into that because that just seems like an even bigger mess. And then he drops it to, uh, to I guess, this new generation's Jeff Hardy, which is Dar- Darby Allen. He's a guy who needs to probably eat a sandwich or two. I don't see the charisma thing, but, hey, whatever. It's not my show to book. Um, Orange Cassidy <laughs> defeats John Silver. John Silver is one of the guys from the, the – was it the Dark Circle? The Dark Order? Dark Order. The Dark Order. Um, okay match. I guess the biggest – Spot in that match was John Silver rips 
uh, Orange Cassidy's pockets out of his pants. That got like big pop, but whatever. I don't care. Kenny Omega and Hangman Page was the second match of the night, and that one was a really good match. That was for the AEW World Championship Eliminator Tournament. And then the winner receives a future AEW World Championship match. Kenny Omega beat Adam Page. I would have had Adam Page go over, but, hey, I can't get upset with uh, Kenny Omega winning. That was probably the best singles match of the night. Well, we've, we have – and, again, this is mostly you – um, mm-hmm. but we have talked a lot about Kenny Omega and how I think that they, they being a, um, A-W. you know, yeah, yeah. I am sorry. AW, um, how they haven't booked him correctly. No, and, they haven't. And so this may be the start of maybe booking something big for him. So I'm okay with that outcome. Um, so that's really all I got to say about that one. The I, reason hoping, I was putting my hands up, is, sorry, is Tom Brady just threw another interception. This 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 <laughs> game is getting completely out of control. Uh, the Saints are going to score again and make it 30, uh, 38 to nothing. So um, at what point do you bench? Um, do you bench Brady? <laughs> okay, well, this is again. I don't mean to like jump into like the wrestling talk, but all I heard all week was how good Tampa is, how good they are now that they signed Antonio Brown, how they've won four in a row. They're starting to click everything. And then they come in here and they do this. Did we, just because it's Tom Brady, did we maybe um, say this team was better or – What's the word I'm looking for? Did we maybe like anoint them too soon? No, I don't or think so. Or is this just Saints? one game? It just because just or or it or or is it season after season? We just can we just constantly we just constantly wait for the Saints to fall off and they don't. I don't know. No, I don't know what it is. No, in situations like this, it's best not to overthink it because the Bucks are a solid team. And the Saints have always been a solid team. It's the best not to overthink it. It's just one team getting the best, getting the better. Thirty. This could be a forty-point blowout, though. That's good. That's good. Okay. That's so anyway, anyway, sorry. I just think that maybe a lot of people in the media, me included, you know, I thought the Bucks were going to win, and clearly it's not going to happen. And I just wonder. Um. You know, psychologically, I mean, how Tampa's going to recover from this. No, I mean, again, they're yeah. still going to be in the playoffs, but this is a rough one. Anyway, so. It's a rough one. This is a good segue. We're going to get into the uh, NFL rundown for this next coming week. Oh, hang on. We have to go back to wrestling real quick because I have two things to say. Okay. Roman Reigns and the whole Jey Uso. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Love it. I love every <laughs> SmackDown has me sucked back in hook, line, and sinker. And sinker. They, it, it is brilliant. They are doing it in just the right way. You know that the Usos, they don't want to, but it's like, it's, it's just, and it, and it continues to make Roman Reigns, who has become just a fantastic heel. Uh, it has been f- 
fun to watch. It's been one of the best storylines since COVID with no yeah. fans. This has been different. Also, the um, I've, uh, it was good to see the Bailey and the Banks thing hopefully end for a little bit. Let Carmella have her chance. She's not going to win shit. So Banks will be, be the champ. But um, there are just some good storylines. Um, uh, and then the other thing, Raw is still unwatchable. I don't care. Don't mention many, it. Don't even don't mention ca- it. But I don't care how many times you have Alexa Bliss has some kind of licorice tongue thing and all that weirdness. And again, she's great. Uh, I think the Fiend's great, but uh, it's boring. NXT getting a little bit more interesting because Pat McAfee, I love him not only as a, a college football analyst. Because he's on ESPN, he's 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 on the college football morning show on Saturdays, and he's great. But now you know he's now on the wrestling scene, and he has this faction. I don't know what their name is. You you can probably help. I think me. it's I called think the brand. The name. I think he just called okay. it the brand. <laughs> okay, fine. But they got Pete Dunn again. You know this is a, and he is such a great Mike. You know he is such a great mouthpiece. Yeah, for he's a them. good talker, yeah. And, uh, again, you know, I uh, – so, yeah, starting to kind of come around on – yeah, because it's been really bad for me to watch this wrestling thing. But, um, anyway, that was just my two cents on that. But, um, yeah, get back to, obviously, some, uh, yeah, football. All right. So, we're going to go – since we're doing this on Sunday night, we're going to cover – we're going to just run down Monday real quick. Patriots Woo. at Jets. That should be an easy win for the Patriots. Uh, I'm not going to say anything more than that, Callaway. Um, even got? though it should, even though it should be an easy win, I think it'll be closer than you think. Patriots still win, but I bet you that the Jets play play better than people expect. Just like a lot of people thought that the Cowboys were going to get blown out 34 to 10 or whatever, you know. Yeah. I, I, you know, I think this is a game where you see the Jets play a much better game but yeah Patriots win Patriots win all right and the Thursday game Colts at Tennessee see this is again I don't know what Colts team shows up here they are the they are the mystery of I I just don't know what to think of them I'll tell you which one the right. um the losing Colts show up because the Titans win okay mm-hmm. um I think Titans mm-hmm. got back on the winning track they're gonna run the football but um Again, if yeah, I mean, if the Colts show up, don't they overthink can beat anybody. it, man. Don't overthink it. You're overthinking it, man. Titans are gonna are gonna win. That's that's it, right there. Boom, boom. All right, I'll let you think that. Boom. <laughs> All right, then we have the Bucks at the Panthers. This is the one. I'm not sure who's gonna win. Yeah, shit. If this Sunday night game ends in a blowout, then you know where do the Bucks go from there? Well, they go to Carolina, but how are they going to do? I don't know. So I'm going to pick the Panthers, just for just for shits and gigs. Well, Panthers, I think showed you a lot. Like we talked about today, mm-hmm. they 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 absolutely hung with the Chiefs. They did everything they could to try and win that game, whether it be special teams, onside, you know, all kind of stuff. Um. I can't imagine that the Bucks lay another egg uh, 
this is just like you said for me to not overthink this game. So going to put this game behind us, and I expect Tampa. What is that, a Saturday night game? Uh, Sunday. Oh, oh, so we're going through Sunday's games? Yeah, well, yeah, there's only there's a Thursday and the rest are Sunday. Uh, okay. Let me see if there's a Saturday. Yeah, I don't think there's okay. a Saturday game until like week 11. Okay, so I like so I like the Bucks again. Bucks, I think, uh, bounce back from this horrid, horrid performance tonight. So, all right, all right, you got the losing Bucks. All right, can't fault you there. Mm-hmm. All right, next one: Houston Texans at Cleveland Browns. Uh, I'll go first, man. I'm gonna pick the Brownies. Um, Brownies. I'll go Texans. Texans, Texans. Texans uh, again, when you have when you have Deshaun Watson, um, I like uh, I like your chances. Um, we don't even know if they're gonna have Mayfield. He was put on the COVID list. If he doesn't play, I you know, is it Brandon Whedon? <laughs> I, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that name in a while. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, right, you got the I'm Texans. Gonna, I'm gonna go with Texans on that. You know, I, what, I me think, too. I'm switching mine. I'm going. I think Texans. they're a dangerous two and six team, just like the Falcons and the Vikings. I don't think anyone really wants to play them. Yeah, I so. forgot about uh, Mayfield. You're right. I'm switching it. Texans. All right. Yeah, I can do that. All right, so we got the probably the best game of the week. Washington football team versus Detroit Lions. That's the best game of that day. I'm going to go ahead and go with the Lions. Wow. Um, my heart goes out to Kyle Allen. If uh, you're a Redskins You saw fan, that? Oof. If you're a Redskins that was fan rough. or if you're a Redskins quarterback <laughs> – Protect your legs, man. That was um, rough. God uh, dang. So, Alex Smith, two years ago, was it? Or a year ago? Two, two years, years ago. ago. And, and now, then this, oh, and then Ooh, this guy. Shit. And uh, Alex Smith didn't help himself. He threw three picks. Didn't look good. Um, um, who is it? Who's playing? Lions. <laughs> Lions, man. Oh, yeah, Lions. I'll go Lions. They didn't play good today. Stafford didn't play good, but he wasn't there all week because of COVID. And he ended up starting because it was, I guess, false, uh, like a false positive. I think Lions bounce back on this one. All right, but, man. Yeah, man. Sad we're running, out of, we're running out of time. We got to run through these. All right, we got go Jaguars at Packers. I'm going to have the Packers. No way Jaguars. Yeah, Packers. Packers. Yep. Yeah, Packers. All right. We have the Eagles at the Giants. Man, I don't even give a shit who wins this game. I'm not Giants. gonna pick. I'm not gonna Giants. pick. You know what? I Giants. Agree. Jason Garrett and those Giants. and those Giants. All right, Los Angeles Chargers versus the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins are on a roll, baby. Chargers. Chargers on a roll. Tua. Chargers. Tua time. He's goofy-handed. No. Bills at Cardinals. No, Ooh, you can't just say one. that shit and then just move on. It's ridiculous. Bills hey, at what Cardinals. Is Bills at Cardinals. I got the Bills. The Cardinals bounce back. Oh shit! All right. All right, Denver Broncos at the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm going with the Broncos. Raiders. Oh, all right. Well, all right. Well, you said go fast. Yeah, yeah. All right, Cincinnati Bengals <laughs> uh, go to Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh's going to beat that uh, bust, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow pulls the upset. Steelers look shitty today. <laughs> Damn it. All right. All right. Seahawks at the Los Angeles Rams. I have Seahawks making the bounce back. Rams. 
Seahawks are in trouble. Their defense can't stop anybody. Rams. <laughs> All right. 49ers I, uh, at the New Orleans Saints. I got the you 49ers. You see what I'm doing here? You see what I'm doing here, right? Yes, I see it. All right, so wait. Wait, what? It's 49ers. What, 49ers at the Saints. I got 49ers. <laughs> Saints rolling. 49ers are going to pull the upset. Wow. All right. <laughs> you just didn't want me to say it. Son of a All right, the, the Baltimore Ravens at the New England Patriots. Uh, Dez is going to go off for 150 yards. I have the Ravens. Uh, Patriots win. God damn it. You got to lose to me. Back. They're going to bounce back. Dez has zero catches again. No, bullshit. I'm going to play him just to prove you wrong. All right. Uh-huh. Minnesota. Did you play him this week? Did you play him no, this week? No, hell no. He rolled the bench. <laughs> that's where it should be. Uh, that's fucked up. See, I saw that. Uh, I'm just kidding. I, whatever. I just. All like right. Then you we mad. have the Monday night game, November sixteenth. Vikings at Chicago Bears. <laughs> I don't even want to pick this one, man. Come on. Come on. Go for. Come on. Hurry up. Uh, Kirk Cousins, no big dick, Nick. He won't be. He won't be starting that that week. So you're going Vikings? I'm going Vikings. All right, give me the Bears. The Bears? You're going to go with Big Dick Nick? I'm going everything against you. <laughs> I, I think I picked every single one. I hope, I guess. <laughs> and if not, go back and change mine, the opposite of what you picked. <laughs> oh, that was good. You know, we should make that into a speed round from now on. That was fun. I like going that fast like that. Anyway, yeah, we are running out of time. Um yeah, this Zoom is about probably probably about to kick us off. Okay. Um, all right. Well, uh, guys, follow us on um, on Twitter at No Chips Pod. Drop us an email, uh, No Chips Pod at gmail dot com. Uh, Instagram at No Chips Pod. The best place you can find us. Oh, you know what? Hold on. Facebook. Dipping without a chip. It's a it's a page. Join us. But the best place mm-hmm. you can find us is on BellyUpSports.com. Find our podcast page, and you can listen there and keep up with our tweets all in one page. You know what? I want all the dippers to just go ahead and, like, favorite that that website. Yes. Favorite our page. There you go. And from there, man, just go go look at all the fantasy stuff, all the sports articles. I think there's a, a betting article, too, that's going up or it's about to go up. So we're getting into the into the bets, which, Callaway, you're – you have a gambling problem, but that's cool. Maybe they can help you win some cash. No, just so, because I know the spreads and you don't, uh, that doesn't make me a gambling. That tells man. me. That, that tells just me. means I just I <laughs> just just because I know how to read point spreads doesn't necessarily mean that I'm a gambler. But uh, so that tells me that Vegas would be it's like yeah, you'd be like a kid at a candy store. All I know is if you pick uh, – if we just go with by my picks next week, we're probably going to win a lot of money. Do like a <laughs> do like a 12-team parlay. <laughs> Damn. A 12-team parlay. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, <laughs> All right, man. Uh, I think that does it for this week. You want to say anything before we go? No, just want to thank everybody for listening. Um, I can't wait for next week. We have some great games. We got the Masters. Yep. Hopefully so, the Cowboys can pull can pull out a win next week. But they'll who's probably our, um, Hey, so we'll end on this. Who's our quarterback when we come back from the bye? Oh, Dalton. You have to go with Dalton. 
Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think? I, I mean, just because I want to disagree, I'm gonna say might as well roll with Garrett Gilbert one more week. So No, Ben Denucci. Woo! Oh yeah. He has a better sidearm than Pat Mahomes, so he does. He does. All right, with that, man, I guess you they'll just have to hear us later. Yeah. All right. So, see ya. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.